Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. And good morning, it's Annie for Showreel. We're uh, ta- looking at a variety of uh, Australian film and TV and moving image experiences. And uh, you're on 3CR, 855 on your AM dial. We also podcast, we're streaming, we're all, all the things that you want. Anyway, uh, today's program is going to focus on a film about a choir called Wide Open Sky. And I know that you're probably aware that there are lots of films about choirs that are inspirational. But this particular film is not just inspirational, but very well made. And I've got uh, the director on the line, Lisa Nichol. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Annie. Thanks for having me. Oh, oh I c- can I hear you? Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 That's right. It's all very light and soft and difficult oh. to hear. Yeah. And if I stand up and venture outside, I might improve things. Is that any better? <laughs> well, it's unusual better? for me to not be able to hear as well as I want. Can talk again? <laughs> yes. How's that going now? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, anyway, I can hear you. So uh, just okay. tell me, uh, this particular film, Wide Open Sky, is a bit of a love uh, affair, really, isn't it? Because uh, you were uh, you found your subject close to home. Yes, I did. That's right. I was looking for a story close to home. And um, Michelle, the choir director, had uh, children at my school. And I'd heard through a friend that she did amazing things with these kids and, you know, was incredibly ambitious, not like an ordinary choir where they're just sort of kids singing Twinkle Twinkle or anything like that. It was like she was involving the Sydney Symphony and, and yet these children had no music education whatsoever to begin with. Yeah, well, the thing about it, one of the things about it is that it's uh, so incredible to... Uh, uh, I mean, there's so many aspects to this particular film. Uh, the mm. You start off in Sydney, but then you actually take us out to the far reaches of New South Wales. Yes. Can you t- yes. describe actually what you t- what you mean by an ambitious choir experience? Yes, I guess uh, it's an ambitious choir experience because the choir comes from the northwest region of New South Wales. So it's uh, towns like Brewarrina, Burke, Cobar, um, Walgett. Uh, and in these towns, basically there's, Pretty much no um, music. There's no music. It, um, I mean, it's, it's an Australia-wide problem that only two out of ten state schools teach music. Out there, it's probably less than that. So basically, these children have 
they don't do music. So the choir is their one chance a year to get involved in some music. So I guess that makes it pretty ambitious. Now, um, Michelle, Michelle Leonard, is uh, mm-hmm. she actually comes from there, doesn't she? Yes. Yes, she grew up in Canamble and... Um, you know, she talks about how very different it was in her day. There was music out there and, and, and there was bands and school bands and music programs and instrument programs. But um, for some reason these days we, we can't seem to afford any of those things. So <laughs> children at school don't get those things and I think that's one of the driving forces for Michelle is she's very keen to give children out there the same opportunities that she had when she grew up out there. Now... Um now, this is obviously because of uh, uh, funding cuts and all that sort of yep. stuff. And so I guess yep. what uh, she's dealing with is, uh, I mean, I got a distinct impression of a person who was desirous to give back to the community that she came from. Absolutely. And she talks about, you know, going to school and the nuns and how it's like, um, it's very much about what are you going to do? What are you going to give? Um it's great you've got that skill or that talent, but what are you going to do with it? So that's very much Michelle's philosophy and where she comes from. Um, it's very much about giving back to the region. Now, I want to get down to the film now. The film itself mm-hmm. is uh, quite extraordinary because, uh, one, the editing is uh, really mm-hmm. tight. It's beautifully edited. Yep. You, you actually it allow is. the children themselves to describe <clears throat> the situation mm-hmm. in a visual way. Mm. Yes, I think I think Anna Craney is the editor, and I think she's a, a, an amazing editor, and she has an incredible skill um, with how to emotionally calibrate a, um, a scene. And I also think she's got a great. Am I allowed to say the word bullshit? A great bullshit detector. Yes, yes, yes. You're allowed. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that authenticity comes through. I think. So, how much footage did you actually take? Because I was thinking about this because you, you've actually yeah. got all these. I know that when someone makes a documentary, they generally come up with a variety of uh, themes that they're going to actually describe through the film. And therefore, all the material that they've got that goes, you know, flows into the various streams. But when I say yeah. that it's edited so well, what I'm really yeah. saying is it's taken it one step further into a far more sort of complex sort of understanding of uh, storytelling in some respects. So how did you go about doing that? (laughs) Um, Well, you know, you have ideas. um, And we went out and shot at the camp to get a sizzle reel to get people interested in the idea of the film. So we had been out and seen how, how you know, the the camps operate. And the story naturally has um, a structure being, you know, you have auditions and then they come, all the children come together for a camp and then they have a big show at the end of the year. So you've got a natural structure there. But in terms of how we approached in the edit, um, very much from the children's stories, so what happened to the individual children's stories throughout the years. So we structured them, uh, the film around their stories. So you must have That's had used for our lead, yeah, yeah, and uh, that must. But how did you decide on your leads? Because you know you t- decide on a couple of different kids. Yes, well, that was it wasn't easy because um, basically when we were going out on the road with Michelle for the audition part of the tour, where she you know travels from town to town and um, gets the children to sing for her, um, and she chooses children for the choir, we were, number one, trying to film that process and, number two, trying to spot 
um, potential characters whose choir journey we might follow. So uh, you might say that was a pretty stressful shoot for me. <laughs> yeah. So when you say um, we, we who's we? Who, who, who? We had met, oh. yes, I, I had a cinematographer, Carolyn Constantine, and um, sound. We had Leo Sullivan on sound for the audition. I know we had uh, Craig Rossi on sound. So, um, yeah, we just oh, we did have somebody else for the audition process, actually a second camera. <clears throat> but mainly it was just me, the camera and sound. So it was a very small crew most of the time. Yeah, and so you were spotting. So you knew someone in particular before you started? So from the from the sizzle reel, we met Kynan um, from Lightning Ridge. So we had our eye on Kai. Of course, we didn't know if he was going to get into the choir the next year or <laughs> whatever. Um, but, yeah, Kai stood out because he's a chatty, charming little fella. Yeah, he is. And, <laughs> he is, and he as is he says, fine. he always does his best because it's just oh. part of me. Every time I hear that line, it gets to me. <laughs> I know, there's said. a really lot of teary bits in this film. Oh, gosh. Every time Kai says that, it's just, I always tear up. I just, it's so, he's just the most gorgeous little guy, and he's such a dynamo. Um, so, yeah, so we had our eye on Kai, and, you know, Caitlin Danella, the two from Cobar. Oh, God, what, what, out. <laughs> <laughs> what an amusing um, crew. That was, I'm just dying yeah. to see them as grown up people. Oh, they're just gorgeous. So they obviously stood out. And then um, Taylor came up and sang to me before um, she went and, and did the Murrumbilla workshop and her audition. So it was like, whoa, that's quite a voice. Um, <laughs> and a big personality. And when, yes, and when I saw um, Opal Trumper, I actually thought her name was Opal Trumpet. And I thought, oh, my goodness, <laughs> how perfect would that be? <laughs> um but yeah, and she also had a beautiful voice. And then Mac, Mac stands out everywhere, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, doesn't he? And it, it's uh, fascinating uh, how you were able to obviously get these people and their families to open up to you. Mm. Yeah, well, it's a big thing, isn't it, when they're children? I mean, it's always a big thing letting people, um, you know, that people tell your story in a documentary is always a huge leap of faith and, and involves a lot of trust. But an even bigger one, I think, when it's when you're letting people film your your children, um, that involves an even bigger leap of faith <laughs> or a lot of trust. So well, we were very lucky that they they um, did let us in. Yeah. Well, you know, it's very interesting because uh, I the things that you chose to shoot, I, I just thought was uh, as you said, there's a natural structure, but. Uh, mm. There are so many elements to the bravery involved in this and the exchange of cultural mm. uh, gifting, really. When mm. those kids mm. went off to uh, camp, that was the first time mm. they'd ever been to camp. And mm. as a parent, a person who has had a child, any person who's had a, k- a kid to look after will go, oh, we know all about this. It was such a big deal. <laughs> I was really drawn to that, you know, that thing that, you know, these are really, this is a really big moment in a child's life, a really big deal in a child's life. And I was really keen to re-enter that world where, you know, you're going away on your first camp and it's such a big deal. And um, I, I, I was keen to catch that on film, you know, the child's world and a part of childhood and a, and a, a little rite of passage that we've all probably gone through. Yeah, yeah, it's very successful. Mm. Just to tell you, listeners, I'm talking to uh, Lisa Nichol, who's uh, the director of uh, 
Wide Open Sky, and uh, you're on 3CR Showreel. Now, this particular film is uh, going to be released uh, in Melbourne soon and in other places. Uh, it's mm-hmm. um, it, it, uh, One of the things that's really uh, stand out to me is uh, that it really goes into a whole terrain of Australia that people from the cities may not have a lot of... Uh, appreciation of. I mean, I lived in the mm. bush at one stage, so I mm. really have this sort of appreciation of, it was really threw me back into that whole world that, uh, that yeah, where people have to rely on their own uh, family units to gain yeah. their social interaction. That It was really fantastic yeah. what you did there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I also was very drawn to when I, another thing that I picked up when I was out doing the sizzle reel was just the town community. There was a great old school group of women around these children at the camp who were, you know Yeah, what characters raising them up with (laughs) yeah, raising them up with music and love. They're quite old school, a little tougher than probably how, you know, the whole way we kid gloves kids in the city. But um they they absolutely love them and 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 think that these children they really want their children to have this opportunity and music in their life and I was very drawn to that group of women, older women around these children um, and the way they were sort of yeah adding to their life and, and cared so much about the kids. So when you began this process, you you actually had some kids yourself, young kids, and so and you're a filmmaker, and so you were looking for a story close around you. Your yes. uh, the people uh, Michelle Leonard, who's this mm. dynamo, I'll have to say, mm-hmm. uh, fantastic, of nature. <laughs> yeah, force of nature, fantastic woman, fantastic person, uh, yes. is obviously part of uh, your local scene in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and then so you've found the story. You go and explore it first off to do your showreel, yes. and then you mm-hmm. uh, must have then gone on the actual journey, the four thousand mile journey, around or kilometre yes. journey. I don't know if it was miles. It felt like yes. miles. <laughs> no, it's kilometres. Mm. <laughs> I've been to a lot of these places that you went to. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it was quite fascinating to see it from a kid's point mm. of view from school. How long was uh, mm-hmm. that whole process? Um, I think for the audition tour, we were out on the road for 10 days with Michelle and then the camp, there's boys' camps and girls' camps. And there was another um, 10 days there with the camps. And then we went to um, the children's hometowns and then another week of filming around the concert. So it was sort of a lot of back and forth and a lot of, you know, driving out to Lightning Ridge and then back and, yeah, involved... It was great for me, actually, because I'd never been out to that region and I really fell in love with it. You know, a lot of those towns are not really on anybody's um, holiday or tourist list, um, but it's, it's great to go out to that region. It's, I, I really enjoyed it. It's completely different. And, yeah. um, but, I you know, quintessential... Back out there. Quintessentially Australian. I mean, this is the Australia that people talk yeah. about but don't go to. Yeah. So, yes, I mean, it's one of the reasons That's for right. why people should come and see this film. <laughs> it seemed to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, Baradine's a real star of the film. That was a lovely, gorgeous little town as well. But yeah, probably a lot of those towns people don't go to. Now, not, yeah. now, tourist towns. 
Yeah, well, that's right. Um, but it's but it's uh, a fascinating um, cultural adventure, as uh, Michelle mm-hmm. Leonard said. Everyone talks about the uh, the sporting prowess, but yes. stand up in front of a audience, knowing what you need mm. to know to perform a musical piece. Oh, yes. nobody's talking about it. No, no. Um, that's right. I mean, obviously, Australia's in love with sport. And I, I, I'm, I, you know, I've got two boys who play soccer and they love it. And I think sport teaches you great life lessons. Um, and I, as Michelle said, it shouldn't be an either or. It shouldn't be we do sport, therefore we don't do music. It's, it's both. They're both, both incredibly valuable and both those things um, contribute to a, you know, a well-rounded, you know, and they're important um, in childhood in particular. And I don't know why, yeah, it's sort of, they're sort of pitted against each other. It's both. You need both. It seems to me that uh, there's an interesting element of class in your film uh, because a lot of the kids don't come from very well-off backgrounds. Some of them do, but mm-hmm. most of them don't. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. there's an awful lot of fundraising that has to, to go on in order yeah. for this to happen. Yeah. And I presume that there's a kind of perilous nature. It's precarious. Yeah. It, it may may yeah. happen next year or it may not. But you sort of yeah. think to yourself, when people are talking about wanting to make a difference... This is making a difference, right? Absolutely, yep. It is making a very um, real difference to the lives of those kids who go to that choir. Absolutely. Uh, Michelle talks about it being life-changing for lots of kids, and I I think you can uh, see that watching the film. You can see that the choir means a hell of a lot to those kids. It, it means something different to each of them. It's important to each of them for different reasons. You know, um, for Mac, it gives them a place to belong and to find people who are like him and for others they want to learn music because they've got dreams of becoming a country singer or you know whatever it means a different thing something different to all those kids but it means a hell of a lot to all of them and if it wasn't there you're extinguishing a lot of possibilities for those children a lot of possibilities a lot of Murrumbilla voices kids have gone on and have found their way to the con and various places not that I think that needs to be the outcome it's not about creating professional musicians or, you know, I think music's incredibly important um, for everybody. I'm just a total passionate music nut, but I, I don't like the idea of children growing up without music that, you know, <laughs> it doesn't sit well with me. I don't think that's right. I think it's um, so very important. You know the other to, thing. Uh, yeah, sorry. The other thing that was running through that film quite clearly, not just the music, the uh, the absolute uh, groundbreaking nature of uh, music for people was also this nurturing of people's gifts mm. because people are mm. completely unaware of what's available to them and what they are. Yeah. So you've got you talk to a young man that had been on the camps, but who now is a yep. team leader, effectively, mm. uh, and mm. he he's um, he's a great guy, and he doesn't even know yep. it. <laughs> no, that's right. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yes, and that's you know that's the great line in the film. It's not just a choir; it is a choir. But Michelle has long-term relationships with lots of those children out there. This is her 11th year out there. So she's going out there year after year and she gets to know those children very well who come through the choir. And, you know, they might not have 
some of them may not have some you know great opportunities at the other end but she she goes knocking on doors to check what they're up to and oh, it's <laughs> you know yeah, where yeah. they're at let yeah. me tell you and yeah. when we were filming she she didn't let me film that she didn't let me go off with her and um she would do that on the sly because you know maybe some of them are not in such good places or you know yeah yeah whatever. i do i do and that was not something that she was prepared to put in front of the cameras. That it's much more than a choir. Yeah, that's right. And uh, as we were saying, there are a lot of teary up, tear up moments. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, emotional uh, for the audience mm. as, as obviously mm. for the people who were there. And, and one of them that really keyed in for me was when she had them stand. Uh, there was a group of boys, I think it was, who were sitting on the mm. floor preparing to go home, uh, yep. saying she says to them, you know. Now, I love you. You've got to come back. Yeah. We need you, you know, for the next yeah. part of the whole process. Now, you know, don't be yeah. going off and doing anything silly. Yeah. <laughs> don't jump off any buildings. No, no. And I, and I thought, can yeah. you, and I sort of imagined what would it be like to, as a kid to have someone, an adult, mm. just directly saying that, no second guessing. Yes. Yes. And I think maybe some of them aren't used to people talking to them like that. And like what Michelle says in the film, it's some, you know, for all of us, there's some point in your life when someone says to you, you're good at that. <laughs> Why don't you think about pursuing that? It's so important. And this really what came home to me when I went to those camps. It was like, we can't believe in ourselves unless somebody believes in us. And that's what she does for a lot of those kids. She believes in them and they go, oh, Michelle believes in me. I must be, I must be all right. I must be pretty good at this. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? It's and just wonderful. That's what it's all about, you know. So when you started this process, I guess you'd realised there was a real story in this, but by the end of it, you must have Mm. been a changed woman yourself. (laughs) I felt a bit changed after watching it. (laughs) That's great. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think it's that thing of, you know, when we, we revisit, childhood means so much and... You, you know, you return to childhood as an adult, you return to childhood more and more. And I think this film resonates because it does sort of take you back to childhood a bit. But what's important is this is their childhood and this is our children's childhood. And, you know, we need to get it right. We need to, you know. Well, we, we have to, to invest. Right. We have to actually invest. Yes. That's what yes. I really got. I got. And yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So that's why I think I think that's why the film resonates, and it's also why it's important because yeah, these are our children's childhoods, and we want to make them. We want their horizons to be wide open. We want them to have you know a sky full of possibilities. And if possibilities are being extinguished at such a young age, uh, it just doesn't bode well. You know, you want ch- childhood to be an absolute world of possibility. Well, it's fascinating because I've come from a country town and I'm relatively old. I can remember, I mean, from the country town that I grew up in, the high school Mm. has a Nobel Prize winner from that school. Mm -hmm. And Mm. I know, I know. Oh, that's pretty impressive, right? And um, in Australian history, you find this. You find these Mm. most extraordinary people who have come from the most inauspicious, isolated places. Mm. And uh, that's what this film returns you to. to. You, you realise mm. that, you know, each person 
really is important. Mm. Yeah, and I wonder if that comes from, I wondered this too with the country kids, more space, more space to think, more time to reflect. <laughs> Maybe that's why, you know, there's something about the country there um, that's good for all that sort of thinking and all that. You know, anyway, I, I congratulate you on your film. I, I think it's not just an inspirational film, but I think it's actually a well-made film. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is your first full full feature documentary, isn't it? Full feature length, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so congratulations. and uh, Thank you very much. And thanks for talking to Showreel this morning. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Well, that was Lisa Nickel from the director of Wide Open Sky. And I, well, I'm not um, just joshing you. It actually is a, a great little film and... And it's a great little film on a whole lot of levels, really worth going to see. It uh, uh, makes you feel like, realise how it's possible to make a difference, but how much effort and uh, inspiration goes into making that happen on so many levels. Anyway, that's a wrap for Showreel this week. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope you go off and see this film. Wide Open Sky. Uh, there are other Australian films on at the moment that are worth going to see. The Daughter is uh, a film that's uh, on at the moment, which is uh, going uh, like a bomb at the moment. It's uh, sort of a creepy country town kind of a thing with some pretty uh, impressive actors like Geoffrey Rush and uh, Miranda Otto. But it's also got a young woman, Odessa, I've forgotten her surname, but Odessa is a great first name. She's uh, been uh, picked up uh, internationally now. She's uh, going to be in some an American uh, serial series. Uh, so um, yet another one has been snapped up for international uh, release. So go and see her in uh, The Daughter. She was also in uh, another one. Rec- oh, that's right, Looking for Grace. She was uh, the daughter in Looking for Grace. She's a fine little actress, I'll have to say. Coming up soon is A Month of Sundays. That's an interesting Australian film that's just about to come out, which is worth putting in your calendar as well. Uh, Anyway, now that I've uh, apprised you of these important details in the film industry world at the moment, I might go out with uh, Through This Town by Mia Dyson. Coming up next is Published or Not. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.